0: Welcome to the show, my good friend, dear friend, Mike Capuzzi. Appreciate you being on. Uh, So so this episode was the episode that almost didn't happen, and I almost like broke the promise to myself to have a consistent weekly show. (laughs) And I thought, you know, so I guess... You went to the bullpen. Well, right. I mean, I I leaned into my network, and here we are. And... So I'll, I'll kind of give the listeners and watchers the lowdown on, on why, you know, I had Mike back on because Mike, you were on, I don't know, maybe it was in episode 20 ish, something like that. We're in the sixties now and, uh, sixty seven or something like that. I think we're at here, but, um, you know, I wanted, I I've wanted to do this show consistently broadcast something each week. Sometimes I got to fill in on my own. I've kind of had that as of recent. Uh, we're actually episode 66. So I think it was 61. I was on my own and, um, I felt that was a little too soon. And, you know, you're stepping into some big shoes because we had an actual Air Force fighter pilot that was scheduled for today, who's a friend of yours and an acquaintance of yours as well. Dom Tyke, but Dom unfortunately had his, his time off, uh, revoked due to somebody else being sick. I think it was. And, you know, I kind of think right now our Air Force needs to be fully staffed. I think that's a good idea for our our air defenses, right? We don't don't want any more nefarious balloons flying around. So it's good Dom's doing his thing today. And I thought, you know, Mike and I often have, as a good friend, we're local to each other. Um, We often have really great conversations when we're together smoking cigars uh, around a campfire, whether that's at like a fire pit at a cigar bar like Cigars International, or up at my campsite. I'm like, you know what? Two smart minds focused on success for each of themselves. Let's kind of peel that brain pan back and let let people look in. So here we are.
1: Yeah, but Jeff, no cigars, no bourbon. So I know, or or, or, camp, or campfire.
0: <laughs> I know. Well, well, you know, you can light one up as you listen to this <laughs> sure and, and drink a glass. Later. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think so. Well, a little, little early to do something like that. Um, But uh, you turned me on the cigar sales and cigars podcast. The gentleman Walter, I have my Walter. Yeah, I've got my show coming up. I got to figure out how I can uh, spark a cigar up when I'm on that because we don't we don't smoke in our house, and I don't. You know, I got to figure out. I got to like get a long. I I don't think I. I I, I was a guest.
1: I didn't do anything like that. But yeah, 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 he does. He he will from time to time. Yeah, you'll enjoy that.
0: See, this is why this is why it pays to have people on your team. Look at that, Mike. We got our Uh, 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 camera. Chris Stell with Cast ahead coming in as always with amazing podcast production and enhancements to the show. Uh visually, that is. Uh, and of course audio. That's our shows always sound good, but you need anything podcasting, you talk with Chris. Um, so I figured, Mike, we'd spend some of our time together kind of digging into these conversations. I know one thing, one thing we kind of circle on is. And I talk about it in my intro, life and business on your terms, right? And you and I have spitballed back and forth. We've talked at length often about what each of us is doing, where we're going, what our goals are. And, you know, we've seen, we've run in circles. We've run alongside people that, you know, on the surface visually that others see, they have a lot of success. Um, you know, we don't know what it's like really behind the curtain. Maybe it's really great and. At other times, maybe it's not, we don't know, but we know what our lives look like. So I kind of think, why don't you kind of pick up the ball on where you've spent your time focused, intentionally designing the life you're living right now?
1: Well, I mean, to your point, Jeff, and, you know, I think I was talking to my wife, Becky, last week, trying to recollect how long you and I have known each other about something else. So I don't know, I forget what I was even talking about, but it's... Yeah. No, 13 years now, 14 years, whatever it's been.
0: Yeah. Well, it was December of, it was a November or December of 2009 when I walked yeah. into the GKIC Philly room first.
1: Yeah. So what is that? Yeah. Three, four, 14 years. Um, so I think I've been pretty consistent about this. Um, and, and, and really I, even like during the whole COVID thing, I was sort of ecstatic in the sense that, because of the way I've built my life and my business, um, you know, there wasn't this huge impact. It wasn't an impact on my numbers. It wasn't wow. an on client flow. There wasn't an impact on production. Um, You know, I did the corporate America thing for years out of college. Uh I dabbled my toe back in it a couple years before you and I met with a client who wanted me essentially as a full-time employee, but um you know, it just, it just didn't work out because I just was so used to being on my own at that point. So yeah, I, I, it's been, has been intentional. It's been as designed and it may not look like the design of a, you know, what other people may think of. I, I like my autonomy. I like my privacy. I like being, I've always been an under the radar kind of guy when it comes to, you know, exhibiting signs of success, et cetera. I mean, you're right. You are like one of very few people have even been to my home and my office right. and that today, that's how right. private I am. And, um, again, that's all intentional. But, uh, you know, I think whatever works for you is, is really a match the message of your show. And, and for me, right. this works. I've never had this grandiose plan of lots of employees and lots of infrastructure. I like being lean and mean and being able to serve my clients to the best of my ability. And, uh, But also having a life. I mean, I think the big one of the biggest metrics, Jeff. Well, two big metrics, as I look back now, because it's amazing how much is in the rearview mirror already. My kids know me. My kids love me. My two daughters—they were just texting me before our, you know, our meeting today. My daughter—I could show it to you. Like she's like, "Hey, dad, I just want to say I love you." Like that's kind of cool when your twenty-one-year-old daughter says that out of the blue. One
0: hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. It is.
1: And then I, you know, I have a marriage that's going on. Well, it'll be 30 years this summer, Jeff, that I met Becky. And then our marriage. My years will be married this year. But, you know, and that's no small feat either. So, right, I think what's, you know, those two are those two are important things to me. And I've been able to have a successful business and, you know, be able to maintain that. That's pretty cool. That's a big ticket light in Mike Capuzzi's uh, words.
0: Yep. Amen. I love it. And, you know, you touched on something, you know, um, in, in that March of 2020 time, right? I hate saying the C word. Uh, I hear you. I trust you. I hate everything around it. Right. But, you know, because of the intentionality and the way you've, you've Designed your life and the way you've led your business and led your clients and the expectations they have of Mike Capuzzi and whatever services you're offering. Um, you know all, all of Mike's contact info is in the show notes. So you can uh, if you feel a connection to Mike and you want to learn more, you can easily look at the show notes and do that. Um, and we'll we'll touch on a little bit of what Mike does throughout their time together. But uh, um, you know, you didn't have to worry about what might catch up as the world stopped, right? You know, I think it's Warren Buffett's got to quote something to the effect of, we all know who's swimming without swimming trunks when the tide goes out, <laughs> right? And, and you know, if you're not watching the tide every four hours, you get caught naked and you might be a little embarrassed. And that's what happened in that spring and summer of 2020 to a lot of folks. You saw, you know, there were there were a lot of people that had to keep up a facade and they worked real hard to do so. And to me, that's just not a life I want to live in any stretch at all.
1: Yeah. And and to your point, though, even there was a lot of business owners and people that you and I know, and I remember having a lot of conversations with you, like what I would consider real business owners, storefront, we had multiple, I think at the time we had multiple stores. We did. You know, yeah. like real people, not to their own not to their own doing, had some major crap happen. You know, and again, we don't yep. have to visit this, but it just it really did. And there's there's no way a restaurant tour or a retail store owner right. could have the kind of autonomy I had being a more of a virtual consulting business. But right. um, you know, but you know, you guys came through. You guys did a lot of smart things. I remember again, I remember having those conversations. Hard to believe it's been three years with you and things the way the way you were shucking and jiving. And, uh, adjusting on the fly to, to still be able to maintain your business.
0: Yeah. 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 I mean, we authored, uh, sleep better and, you know, you were, uh, bite sized books and, and your ship product was the engine that helped drive that really. And we, we created that in that time. That was a project, good use of time. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, we didn't, we didn't just set back and, and yeah, there were a lot of businesses that did get. And on, I mean, if you were a restaurant owner, that was awful and it continued to be awful for, for, you know, as everybody else was able to move forward, there were just more and more issues, uh, where we live here in Pennsylvania, maybe not for you where you're listening, but, but yeah, I mean, I think, I think the lesson is I hope people learned that that black swan event was something that was life changing generationally and hopefully they learned from it and, and, you know, did things uh, differently here that were now three years removed, right? And I know we're in a much better, better position to pivot. Uh, while our business has grown, I would think we're even more nimble than we've ever been because mm. we've got tools in place to do business virtually. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're we're shipping more stuff um, through a one-to-one consulting process virtually than we ever have. Really? Mm-hmm. Good news. That's yeah, awesome. and I mean, if, if we needed to dial that up, we could dial that up. And that's because of the networks we've gotten into and gotten involved with. Um, So I would, you know, this is something I don't think I've ever asked you directly. Uh-oh. Which you're like, right, you're like, oh, here shit. we go. Oh, shit. 13 minutes in. <laughs> so, so with the autonomy you've got, you know, and you've got a killer, you've got a killer space where you do your work in, which is great. And, you know, I know a lot of people spend time on creating the spaces that they work in and that helps fuel them. But I don't think that's, gonna be your main answer so what are some things that you do as this virtual consultant where you don't really have staff it's you uh i mean you've got people that you lean on to help deliver what you what you sell but how how do you what's your schedule like like how do you stay focused how do you
1: You keep that going that's never been an issue for me jeff Honestly, and I know it is for a lot of people. Um, we Actually, you and I have a mutual acquaintance, so I'm not going to mention his name, but he's a friend and you would know if I recognize him. And he tried to go out on his own and he struggled with that. He could not deal not being around lots of people throughout the day. I'm an introvert by nature, so it's pretty simple for me. So my schedule, unfortunately, even though I don't have this um, need to do it this way, I'm always thinking, like, I'm not thinking, I'm reading. And it and it's the truth. Like it drives Becky nuts, my wife nuts. Cause you know, we'll go out for a walk and I'm talking business when I should be like enjoying the outside. You're right. I'm brainstorming ideas. You right. know, because it's what you and I yep. do in our, in our campfire conversations. We should be up, we're up in the mountain there. And we have oh, you know, we have different conversations. But you know, oftentimes we're we're like brainstorming business stuff. Yeah. But that's my passion. I like that's what I love to do. So I'm not gonna shy away from that um so my schedule is i'm always sort of on and yeah to the point even for some of my clients like i had this and you again you know this firsthand because you weren't a client now mm-hmm. you've you know you've completely come the other way and you're now a friend a, you know, a business partner and everything so but attention to detail attention to service if it's Saturday and I get an email from an important client, you know, yeah, I'm going back, turning the computer on and responding. I know a lot of people are like, oh, not Monday, but um the way I want to be. You know, it's just the way right. I, I want people to, you know, know they can rely on me if they need that. But um so I'm not sure if that answers your question, but yeah. yeah. I say it's 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 always on, but it's it's you know, my dad who's in his 80s now is like, Mike, you is you're at a point in your life you should be slowing down. I'm like, well, I kind of like what I'm doing. I don't kill myself. You know, I'm not right. I look at you sometimes like, oh my gosh, Jeff, how do you do it? You know, you <laughs> and I think you've you've really over the last couple of years now kind of go back to this remember you being always on a plane, always traveling somewhere, oh, and always in the
0: store and all
1: that. So like oh yep. well, I guess it's all you know subjective and relative.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, for me, as of as of the last handful of years, it's been a focus on, you know. Really really saying yes until it's time to say no, which is a Damon John quote from Shark Tank, where I first heard that. And um understanding that sometimes you got to get to know real quick. Like, you know. Yeah, I should, I should learn that skill probably a little bit better. And, but right. Like, you know, yes, I'll have that conversation. And um quick like here here's a good example of it you know so somebody reach out hey i think we got we we've got congruent uh uh goals we can serve each other well let's connect right and so sure i'm open to connecting but you know first let me understand how i can help grow your business because if we're going to connect in a business to business like network connection effect right i need to know how i can help you and that that little tweak from the DMs and in any of the platforms or anything that might come my way on email, that little, uh, not pushback, but that that way of saying, hey, I'm open to connection always, but I need to know how I can help grow your business because yeah. otherwise it's going to be a one-way street. And I know you don't want that. Nobody wants a one-way street relationship, right? Yeah. So, so that simple question back, often eight out of 10 people never respond. Because really, what it sh- I think what it shows is they they wanted something from you first, yeah, and, and, and that was a sale of some sorts. I don't, I, I don't, don't get, really ever get. I don't, it don't know how active really you are on those.
1: LinkedIn, but like LinkedIn drives me nuts. Yeah. I mean, I deleted my LinkedIn account about a year or two ago, and like a, I reactivated because I thought I thought I needed it. It's ridiculous what they do up on LinkedIn. Like the the messages that you know they're just hitting you right off. So to your point,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's one of the places where it happens more often than not. But um but yeah, I I I find the last handful of years getting to that no quicker. It, it it's it's beneficial for for both parties. Yeah, for sure. You know, cuz if you you know, if you get to that no quicker, you understand you're not wasting your time, you're not wasting that other person's time. Yeah. Um and sometimes that yes just remains and it remains for a long time. And you form business partnerships, you form relationships. Uh, yeah, I'm always open to a connection because you give me good referrals and I give you good referrals. We don't necessarily do business together, but we have respect for one another, you know, and I'll happily refer. So those are the kinds of things that uh, I've been focused on. Um, yeah, I was never afraid to hustle, that's for sure. But yeah. getting older and, and wanting to be more intentional with my family, uh, for sure. Um,
1: well, you can probably recall 10 years ago, me taking you as more of a mentor in that time and telling you how important that was with your, yeah. at that time, little boys who are yep. little boys anymore. No. It goes very quickly. And uh, I think you've done a, you know, I think this word intentional, it definitely describes me and the way I operate. And yes, I could definitely be more intentional about a lot of things. But I think it, it applies to you too, Jeff. I mean, I think that's why we've become such close friends is, you know, not only are our belief systems very similar, but I love the fact that you are so intentional about so many things. And you've really amped that up even more um, in, into what you're doing. So yeah. I think that's, I, well, I think it's a really, imp- that is an important topic like that, whether it's related to marketing, to running your business.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, the fact that we're here together today, I mean, I guess it's more in the consistency end of the spectrum, but I think the consistency and intentionality run together. They run, they're parallel words, right? Parallel emotions. They work in lockstep. You know, I've said multiple times, I like doing this show the way it is. Um, it, it focuses your schedule. You know, you're, you have to really structure your day and your week accordingly. Um, which I think in the, in the concept of talking about time and time management is a big exercise that a lot of people fail on, right? They just like, oh, here's here's a here's a ringing phone. I got to go there. Here's an opportunity for appointment. I got to chase that one. Um, you know, for me, it's like everything kind of falls in a box. Everything falls in a quadrant. Everything falls in this part of the day or this day of the week. And um, you know, uh, I, I won't like I live thirty minutes from my business. Retail business that is, and if you're not able to be in Lancaster, Pennsylvania on Monday or Thursday, I'm just not going to see you
1: because
0: mm. that's that's my schedule, and I really try hard not to break that schedule uh, for a multitude of reasons. Um, but uh, because I'm here Tuesdays doing what I'm doing here, Fridays are typically my day where I'll go up to the campsite. Which actually this year, Mike, I'm going to put out a uh, little Calendly link. Um, <laughs> For people to book you. are automating your fan site. Yeah, you have. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, I want to open it up to some more people. It's not going to be a public link, but if you get the invite, you'll know you're important to me. And, um, you know, it'll just, it'll honestly, it'll just keep me more focused on getting up there because I didn't get up there as much last year as I would have liked for sure.
1: It's actually kind Man. of a cool idea. I mean, yeah. I don't know, are you going to, is there going to be like a PayPal button too? <laughs> No, no, not at all. You drive, I, I cook. And by the way, and, to, and and to that point, yes, you have made some awesome. I don't say this lately also, like you've made some pretty damn awesome meals up there for us. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, so, um,
0: Oh, and I'm with the, with the move, I'm stepping it up too. Um, I'm doing a, I, there, there was a picnic table that was left behind and one side of the bench seat is missing and I'm going to turn that into like a hibachi mm-hmm. table cook station where I push my grills up against it and, uh, the little grease, grease buckets that contain for the Blackstone grill. If you're not familiar with like camp cooking, um, and we, Mike and I can geek out on this for a few minutes. There's a, there's a Blackstone griddles There's a whole, there's a whole big subculture, like another left turn in the conversation. If you're going to, if you're going to say in our nation, you can't make money. There are people on YouTube making a lot of money, just being Backyard Blackstone Griddle Chefs and Big Green Egg Smoker guys. And I don't, you know, Mike, you're into, you're into smoking more than I am. Uh, I don't own a smoker yet. Although I think I'm going to get one this year. Um, there's opportunity abound all over the place in this nation. Like I, I, I have such a, you you talk about getting to know faster. You tell me somebody starts whining to me about opportunity in this nation. uh, It's a, it's an instant turn off for me right away. Um, but on the, on the Blackstone thing, yes, yeah, so I'm going to put both griddles up against it. I'm going to actually, uh, create a little, a little gutter grease trap thing to manage that real slick. And everybody can just sit there as I cook. Cause you've been there. It's kind of like, I can't, you can't have a conversation, right? We can't talk. You know, it, it, it's going to be more about gathering and bringing people in. And since I'm going to put the calendar link out, like our friend John Frank, he's going to try to make it by, um, you know, and my hope will be maybe I you know, I don't know what everybody's schedules are in my in my life and in my friend circle, but maybe Mike and maybe Larry Soraka can can come together on it. Yeah, I
1: mean, that's me. I was just thinking that like, Jeff, maybe the idea should be. So were you thinking it was a one on one thing, or was it gonna be, hey, whoever shows up on June eighteenth, you know, that shows up. That's you know, that's who shows up.
0: Yep. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of the kind of the thinking that I was going to do, and and maybe maybe more engineer it. Like, hey, you know, like if somebody yeah. I really wanted to introduce to you,
1: right? And, I, and I knew listen, you know, I, like I knew
0: that, you were coming June fourteenth or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, hey, you know what, Joe? You really I you, you got to get there. You know, you're only two hours away. You well, got to come on the fourteenth. You no. Know.
1: Our, our future mutual friend, who neither of us have seen, at least I know I haven't seen him in a couple of years now. Uh, Frank Lombardo, right? He's you know two hours uh, yeah. worth of right. Like Frank, yeah, he's he's looking he's for a reason to get together. Yeah, um, but yeah, I like that idea. I like that idea.
0: Yeah, I'll get I'll get my VA to carve this out. Frank, you bring the Ashton cigars, <laughs> and uh, and we'll smoke. You will. <laughs> yeah. So Frank's Frank's interesting because Frank's got a pharmacy for our watchers and listeners. Frank's got a pharmacy. That is old school. It's got a, a lunch counter in it. Yep. And and they do like hoagies. And he, and le-
1: you should have him on your show, by the way, because he really does lead mm-hmm. a life that you would define as a big ticket life. He does yep. what he wants. He is not afraid to spend money. He's not afraid to go traveling. You know, he, yep. every time I talk to him, he's doing something.
0: Yeah. Does he still have an Aston Martin?
1: No, is it Maserati? Maserati. It's a Maserati.
0: Yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't know. Think
1: he may. Yeah.
0: Um, but he's got old school main street type pharmacy where yep. he's got a lunch counter kind of middle a pharmacy, nowhere,
1: pharmacy, right? Kind of middle of middle nowhere,
0: coal country, or well, the Scranton area, coal country. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's well, but it was yeah. Wilkes Dallas, Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and then sells cigars in the pharmacy, which I love. I love that dynamic. That's why I said Frank could bring the Ashton cigars. But no, I mean that's that's what I'm looking to do. And you know, I joke like Ben. Ben, my business partner, and, and obviously Mike knows Ben. We're all partners in, in one, in one business together. Um, in our infotail business, but, uh, hibachi for the win. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the whole thing of that table is, is to create an intentional space where it's easier to gather. You know, my family included because my boys, like Steph and I joke, we feel like empty nesters to a degree. Right. Cause Ethan's 19. He's working full time. He's a gym rat now. He's always in the gym, lifting weights. I mean, the kids getting big and strong. And, you know, so he's 45, 50 hours a week working. He's easily 15 hours a week at the gym. Um, and, uh, like, you know, he's doing his own life and that's cool, but we don't see him as much as we used to. So I've got to create these moments. And I think. As a business owner, you got to think about your team and how you create those moments. You got to think about your family and how you create those moments. So yeah, Campfire Hibachi for the win. Damn right, Ben. <laughs> you know, so, you know, and I've offered it. like did you, you know, talking about Ben, like, you know, um, I've offered for his family, if they want to come up and spend the night. Like, I think family camping is, is cool. I think there's a lot of memories for people around camping. you have any memories camping as a kid?
1: My only memories, well, not as a family. I remember going camping up in the White Mountains of Vermont, I think it was. It was years, obviously years ago. But no, I was never a big camper. And again, I'm not sure if what you call camping is really camping, Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) When you have air conditioning and a TV on the wall, it's not really camping. Right. We have, we have, uh,
0: we (laughs) have camping.
1: I was sleeping on the ground in a tent. That's camping.
0: Yeah. Out. yeah, we actually have three TVs and a projector up there.
1: Yeah, you're just missing the hot tub. There's no hot. You got to get a portable hot tub and put it out there somewhere.
0: <laughs> you know what? Uh, people started bringing those Coleman. Yeah, the inflatable ones. Uh, inflatable, inflatable ones that run off regular plug in the wall outlet, and they had to put a stop to it because you know um, it just was drawing too much electric. Yeah, um, and pipe from water too. Yeah, from the well. Yeah, and the water. That, you know, you don't pay for your water. So cause it's all well. They can't meter up the electric. They meter, but it was, you know, it's like, all right, come on there. We want you to enjoy yourself, but there is a line where we can't have this be like a resort in every single spot. <laughs> so yeah, camping is a loose definition of the term. It's the, I joke often it's the snakes and the bugs that keep it honest with camping. Um, and if anybody knows me, they know how I feel about snakes, which is I don't like them at all. Not one bit, not one bit. But no, I mean, I think what what you just kind of saw there, Mike touched on it, and we both kind of amped up and got a little excited is, as I talk about making a schedule link to get up there, it's like two minds come together for a really great idea about bringing people together, right? And like all of a sudden you kind of create these little experiences that I'm sure by the end of the season will have furthered the businesses of anybody that comes. Mm -hmm. if we all get together. And that's a cool thing. I like creating stuff like that.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 And if anyone's listening or watching and, you know, they can make it by, it is a, every time I've been up there, I've always enjoyed it. It's a beautiful spot. I like getting up in that part of Pennsylvania. Yeah. The fact that you're not too far from Cigars International, that's kind of fun. Though we haven't really done that of late the last couple times, I don't think, but.
0: Yeah, we bring our own cigars. Yeah,
1: and just kind of hunker down, but yeah, it's, it's, now I haven't been there like smack dab in the middle of the summer when it's probably packed, but um, the times I've been up there, it's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, yeah, well, the new spot's got some privacy, it's got more shade, and um, so I think summer should be a lot more doable than they were, where we were, pre against where we were previously, because sun was just on you from 11 o'clock to 5 o'clock, and so, so yeah, it should be cool. So. Um, anybody that's watching or listening, if that sounds if it sounds interesting to you, you know, reach out and. Um, can Chris now? Can can Chris broadcast a show from? <laughs> from I don't think there. the internet's probably too good up there. Uh, yeah, no, it's not. Um, I've been tr- That'd working. Be kind of cool, though. I've been you can't, working. You can't put like to make a,
1: that. a a camera up on your uh, RV and just have it sitting there. It'll be really down and dirty, but
0: yeah. Cool. I've been well. I mean, the way to do it is. Um, uh like i've got a way to ethernet an ipad and um cuz i don't own a laptop anymore but um it it it, it is about internet internet strength chris is like i can do it i can make it happen yeah um i've tried a couple different solutions to get proper internet up there the re- the real answer is going to be starlink when it's available in the area that'll be the answer when you're piping in 100 megs upload and download speed that'll be the That'll be the answer. Um so once that's ready, we'll get it. And then we'll you and, know, that I mean, it, have a lot of fun.
1: The way around it would be just to record it on video, not live, obviously, and then you know, post it subsequent to the event. So yeah. that'd be kind of cool too.
0: Yeah, it'd be fun. Yeah, it'd be a good time. Uh so you know, we've we've shared privately with each other, we've talked about You know, where our businesses are going, the things that we've passed up and, you know, the things that we could do, the things that we want to do. So neither of us have like Lamborghinis, right? We don't, we don't chase, we don't chase the usual guru starter pack, right? (laughs) You know, we haven't traded in our wives as we've gotten (laughs) new levels of success, which happens. You know, your your Lambo is a is a nice garden tractor. I think. I think you. No, not
1: it. anymore. I, I, even that's gone. Oh, that's gone now too.
0: Okay. Did but you just, still like cutting your own grass,
1: or did you get? You I don't my on grass anymore. It's disgusting. What? That's yeah. Ever since we moved what? here, yeah. now. Really? Yeah. Mainly I, because I, I, there's really no easy place to store. it. I'm not taking up one of my garages for it. You know, so. Okay. Um, But no, yeah. Trust me, like there is a bit of, uh, you know, regret not being able to cut my own grass. And I did have a, I had a cool zero turn, big zero turn machine I had just bought. Yep, property.
0: Yeah, but neither of us like chase that that kind of starter pack you see with all the all the virtual business owner and online guys chase right. Like it's just not for us. And it's again, it's around. I think when you go down that road, there, there's there's always a appetite and a desire for what's next and now mm-hmm. i got to show the next big thing and to me it's about service to the people we serve it's about our clients that's for me that's the next big thing it is mm-hmm. is doing bigger and better for my customers and the people that i work with that's the next big thing for me
1: well i mean i i think jeff first of all it's it's i would never fault somebody if they feel like um, they need have have the you know all the sports cars and whatever sure. it might be or the multiple houses or anything like that. I would never fault that. I would never be critical of that um, because that's what's important to them or that's what they like. I, you know, for me, it's always I've just I've never been a very materialistic person. Yes, I have a nice house. Yes, I have a, an office that's you know ten people could work out of instead of you know one, but. Other, aside from, I mean, I, I like my space. You know, I like my privacy right. and space. But as far as stuff, I mean, at one point, right before we met, this is right. Be, this is the year before. No, yeah, I think it was two thousand eight. I don't think it was two thousand nine. Do you remember? You went around when I published the ultimate success secret book, right? That was before. I don't you. think so.
0: Yeah, because you're yeah, not in. Was... You would have been in, it, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd have been a buyer. All right. So.
1: Oh, eight that was. And it was a book I published. Dan Kennedy was a co-author. And then I got a bunch of people to participate and I hit a certain metric and I said to myself, and this is when, yeah, I was starting to succumb a little bit more to wanting stuff. And, um, I hit a certain number, I hit a certain goal and I went out and bought Porsche Boxster. Now it wasn't brand new; it was like two years old, but it was nice. It was a late, you know, it was a nice car, local, and I kept it for a couple months or maybe a year. I had another car, my daily driver, but then all of a sudden, like practical, my practical brain kicks in. Like, why do I need two cars? I really don't, you know, go that much. Right. It was nice to have, but I tend to be too practical. I'm like, I don't, you know, that's why I say it to you because you got toys. You get the slingshot, which is cool. Right. You have the motorcycle. Like, yeah, the, that's a lot of upkeep. It's, yeah. So I, yeah, I'm just not, I, but my goal is still, I, I, my ultimate dream would be to have a nice, some real serious acreage around me, um, and have, that's, that would be my, not starter pack, but maybe ending pack.
0: Right. Right. Well, yeah. And, and. You know, life and business on your terms, it might, I might have come off sounding a little bit hypocritical or snide. Um, where, where I was going with that is it kind of circles back to, you know, the, the, the spring and summer of 2020 conversation of when some really had to, had to work hard to keep up that facade because businesses they had were tremendously impacted and and the house of cards, everything was built on quickly came down. You know, yeah, you know, yeah. If you want to have a Porsche, you want to have acreage, you want to have a second house. Fantastic, and I'm happy for that, and I applaud it. But do you really own it? If you know business slows down next month and well, you got to struggle, you got lay, whole other, you, yeah, a whole other. You thing. got to lay people off. Like, do you really own it, or does it own you? I guess that's more of my point, right? Um, you know, which kind of goes goes back into business talk, like. I've, I've only been recently getting back to the store in the last seven weeks because of my knee surgery. And we've had, we've had a fantastic couple months. And, and, and some people have asked me, well, has Ben stepped up more into that? And actually, no, the week of my surgery, Ben took his family on a, what looked like a fantastic trip to the Bahamas. And he was away for 10 days. So that whole first week, neither of us were there and it bled into the second week. Yeah. And Ben's schedule, by and large, remained the same. And, um, and and so, we've really built something that we're proud of because it doesn't fall apart if we're not there. And I think, you know, so from your experience, I'll ask you this. What's the thing where, where you've found business owners keep, they understand it, they understand they got to get out of the turning wrenches, if they're a dentist, they got to get out from behind the chair. What's what's the limiting, well, I mean, what what are the factors that keep them locked in the business?
1: Well, I mean, first of all, not every founder should be out of the business or even have some, you know, it it, it really depends on your personal goal. I mean, again, if if you like, doing the nuts and bolts of whatever it is you do and you don't have this big need to either be making gobs of money or, you know, traveling and all that. Like, so so for some people, that's Mm -hmm. fine. And, you know, and and being able to identify that and accept that, Jeff, right? Like, hey, this is, I I like this. This is, now for the person who has the big goals, the big dreams, um, then yeah, figuring out ways to build a business that doesn't rely on them specifically, whether, you know, it's their own vacation or God forbid something happens to them is, is important. I would say a couple of factors come into play. One is really knowing what you want. Cause if you're cool mm-hmm. with the way it is, kind of like me. then don't fight it. I've I've fought it over the years after I saw other people like oh this is and, and you you've even been helpful with me in, in encouraging me to say hey listen just if this is what you want there's nothing wrong with that yeah. so um it's I think it really truly identifying your your want your why all that stuff what's really motivating you I would think the other factor why people sort of get stuck and this is probably you know more of what you're asking about, is they're not necessarily hanging out with or brainstorming, masterminding, or or even being a part of what other people are doing with their lives and seeing what is possible. Um so you know that that is key. I, I think you would attest to the fact that being aligned in alliances, mastermind groups, coaching mm-hmm. groups, it's important for a lot of different reasons. One of them is to stretch those who want to be stretched. And, and see, hey, this is what yeah. is possible. You know, you're a six figure business owner. Here's what an eight figure business owner looks. You're a seven figure right. business owner looks is what a nine, you know what I mean? Like, so, um, I really think the biggest thing is just not being aware by, cause you're just so into what you do and not being parts of these groups and alliances and relationships.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I would agree 100%. Um, I mean, it's why, it's why I actually connected with uh, Matt Rhoda and Clay Smeltzer with Battlefield Alliance, because what I do, like my goal for big ticket, and, and as that begins to gain momentum and grow in that aspect of consulting in a very tight, very close relationship, almost partnerships in, in, in most cases, um, to some degree, is not for everybody. And I don't mean it for everybody. You know, because intentionally six years from now, as Steph and I are traveling the country, um, I refuse to create a business where I, let's say another black swan type event happens and everybody's looking at budgets and cutting expenses. I refuse to be stuck in the mountain west as snow's approaching, living out of an RV and having to do webinars to get money. Hmm. Like, I'm not going to do that at all you know, um, and I'm not going to go out on the road living, you know, month to month or anything like that. There's a whole, there's a whole plan of wealth creation that is in motion and working in there, but I'm not going to dig into that wealth creation to to sustain a lifestyle, right? So um that relationship, those relationships are very, very intentional and meant to be very connective to the point of, I would hope as time goes along, if the child gets married or my son gets married, I would invite those people to that event. Like, that's the connection I'm seeking to have. That's the just kind of bite meaningful... Your right. That's the kind That'd of be... importance. Right. Right. I know. I mean, yeah. Watch out. You've got but, two of them. And trust me, Father like, of the I didn't even think of it until you just said that. Like, oh my gosh, she's right. right. <laughs> Side note, this is a very good time to bring up what Mike does. Mike helps you put, publish your books. So, uh, This could be the commercial for the future weddings, you know, Hey, we need to, (laughs) it's the weddings are coming up. We got to, we got to send some more more book book. packages. (laughs) But no, I mean, that's, that is the kind of relationships that I seek to create. Those are measure on two hands. Yeah. Because the time, time, time dictates that, not me, not the market. It's time. And I also, if we're, if we're down in the, in the, in the mountain West, I want to take in the scenery and enjoy it. I don't want to be stressed about, well, we can drive three hours to this point because I know there's good cell phone reception, you know, or I know the Starlink works so I can get on Zoom. Like that's awful. I want it to be structured the way it serves me best and the way it serves the clients. But the Battlefield Alliance, that's where every other opportunity can now go into a bucket that I bypass that isn't for that kind of a relationship. And I get it, just like the business owner who's very happy. They, maybe they've long had their home paid for, kids are out of the house, and they are elated to work in their community, go to their business, and see the you know, and turn the wrenches. Like that's, I that's a very point well made. Very good point. Um There's something but, to be uh, said
1: about just the beauty of simplicity. Mm-hmm. It's not for anybody. I don't get it. I'm not saying right. that, right? But there is something to be said about just keeping things simple and living within your means and, you know, doing good in society and giving back and everything that's important, obviously. But, you know, I I think that's one thing as I've gotten older and grayer and wiser because there is a pretty big age differential between you and I, which always scares me every time when I figure it out. (laughs) Because I think I was just encouraging you like a week or two ago, like, dude, at your age, yeah, you should still be, like, you should really still be like, this this is the building phase for you. Oh, yeah. Level, right? Me, You know, I'm okay starting to start to think about I'm not saying retire I don't use the word retire but just right. reprioritizing yeah time and energy
0: yeah yeah I don't think there is I mean yeah if you're if you're a you know physical labor type of person business owner or employee which I don't know that I speak to a lot of employees through this medium but if I do so be it I hope I hope we inspire you in some way Um But for those folks, retirement does exist because you just physically wear out. Right. It's just, it's just Just a reality of things. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know that retirement really exists with the society we live in anymore. If you don't want it to, yeah, you know, you can do, you can do this kind of stuff for a long time. You can meet with people for a long time, relatively easily at the same time, because it's easy. A lot of people can do it, you know? So you do have to, uh, challenge yourself to level up and get into those groups and alliances and masterminds to constantly push yourself.
1: Well, and, you know, another key point for someone listening and maybe someone will really kind of resonate with this. Cause I find this being a challenge for myself is you have to watch the, you know, this reprioritizing of time and energy and, you know, all that. Um, it's very easy to take the eye off the ball. And forget the importance of being out there in relationships and relationships mm-hmm. and consistent, persistent marketing and intentional, uh, building of the business. Um, so, you know, it is easy. I mean, that's why you see these actors or, you know, rock stars still put pumping out albums because it doesn't take too long, Jeff, before you know, you're just a blip into someone's memory. Um, yeah. not long at all. So I, I'm, I'm speaking to myself as I'm saying this. T- you know, it's like, yeah, I mean, until you're really ready to pull the plug from everything and, you know, which again, I don't, I just, I don't see myself doing that anytime soon. You still have to be intentional, consistent
0: and persistent. Yeah. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. Um, you know, this is where, you know, we have in the Infotail business, part of our, one of our mm-hmm. income streams within that business is our book licensing packages. And now's the time you know, now with the economy continuing to do what it does, I don't know. I don't know if we're at a good economy, bad economy or what. I, you know, all I know is I can't control that. So we're going to play, you know, we're going to play our game, right? Herb Brooks from 1980 Olympics, play your game, play your game, right? Um, when the Americans beat the Russians to win the gold in Olympic hockey, that's what we're doing. We're continuing to play our game. Ben and I. You know, I think I think where business owners need to focus on is whatever seat you want to aspire to or or stay in. It's have that seat be involved in, and in a large part of your day, if not all of it, be making good decisions for your business, whatever level that is. Right. So yesterday was a day that felt great. It was rapid fire, but every point in the day was either continuing good decisions we've made or furthering the business through other good decisions.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: And, you know, um, we are continuing to lean into that business through good decision-making process and saying, like through, specifically through our podcast show, like, we know we can reach the community through that medium. It's a localized podcast show. But we need intentional focus on it. And so we're actually talking with somebody about kind of, I guess it's PR, but it's more, more than anything, I think it's ambassadorship for the show and for what we're doing with the show. Because PR is kind of boring, but when someone on your behalf can go say, look, this company is doing this for their community, and they want you to be a part of it. and you're gonna get a lot from that effort. Meaning we're gonna show, yeah, showcase your business well. You're gonna get the HD download. So for your team, you can carve out pieces for your website. They're gonna give you reels. And now because you have we have, you know, again, our partnership with Chris is fantastic. You're you're seeing it on the show right now. You're seeing yeah. the visuals come to life. For sure. Um, he's now connecting their social media channels to where we like I stream this out. LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook, but now as this gets going, Mike, we could have had this on a couple of your channels. Hmm. So now I would move from five places or three places to five places like that, right? And and you're doing for that guest, you're like, we're dumping content into your feed for you. And it just comes down to now, okay, well, why aren't we doing this now? Well, it's a function of time. But I think as something also becomes more special, and this isn't said from a place of arrogance at all, but I think it's kind of unique and adds a different flavor when that ambassador goes out and says, we want to book you with Ben and Jeff on Lancaster Connects, as opposed to Ben and Jeff sending emails. There's there's a whole different uh, focus and a different, to use the word we've used often, intentionality behind it, right? So, have you I found think, that person? Have you, are, 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 or is this this is kind of a brand new idea? We're, we we had a meeting with her yesterday, actually. Yeah, And she's very excited about it, and she's actually booked us some guests already, and it was with great shows. So she really gets our mission and what we're doing. And you know, you have a lot of decisions as a business owner for where you can spend money, right? I mean, the money we're still—I mean, we spend a decent amount of money on Lancaster Connects to produce it uh, through the donations that we make. You know, and the time that we put in, right? Because um, we ha- you have to put a value on your time, and uh, for us, it comes down to it's still at a point where we could easily toss that money into an ad and have it really produce nothing, but we're producing such a foundation of content and a foundation of moving needles with people in our community that matter, and people in our community that can do business with us that it's really taking. You know, a crazy off.
1: idea just kind of popped in my head, Jeff. What's the college right there in Lancaster?
0: Well, there's Franklin and Marshall. Franklin and Marshall right down right downtown.
1: Yeah, that's the one I was thinking. Of. Um, you know, this would even be an interesting. You could even approach like Franklin and Marshall. I don't know if they have a marketing or a PR or
0: mm. some sort of like interns
1: and have it as a project. When I was at Penn State, Oh, that's interesting. Um, and I, one of our, co- we, I did a. It was for the class, but we went out to. I was an engineering major, so we went out to some manufacturing facility in Phillipsburg, Pennsylvania, middle of nowhere, and did a project and built this whole thing as part of our grade and our class. But like, because you guys are so home based, I mean, I say home, like it's it's small town type of thing. It's a very positive thing. It's not a monetary thing. It's about right. building the community. I think you know, wrapping it around probably a college level, even though maybe some of the high schools might have it too. I think there might be something neat there. And it could be an ongoing thing where each semester, a new batch of kids, students are coming in and uh, they're out ways and they're going to have some talents that you and I sure as heck don't possess when it comes to media and, and leveraging all that stuff.
0: Yeah. and And that, I mean, we're coming at the top of the hour, but right there, That's a campfire conversation. That's the kind of stuff that Mike and I have. You know, here's what I'm doing. Mike says the same thing to me. And then here's the idea. And and you know, we touched on some personal stuff. Maybe we went down some roads that you weren't all that interested, like Blackstones and in, you know, cigars. But right there, this is the kind of connection that you need to have uh, and the kind of friendships and alliances you need to make. And they don't just happen overnight. You got to be committed to them uh, a lot and uh, and make those deposits in. So, Mike, thank you for making the deposit into me Thanks. yet again. I do appreciate it very much. I'm happy to have you and highlight what you do. We'll flash it on the screen. Where where can any, where can does anybody go if they want to um, get in touch with you? Well, if they just want to
1: read over a decade's worth of articles and videos and stuff like that, just go to mikecapuzzi.com. But as you mentioned, what we've been focused on, what I've been focused on for the last four or five years, pretty much almost 100%, is helping business owners, entrepreneurs, and corporate leaders publish what we call short helpful books. You mentioned it, I shook. That's our brand of short helpful book. And these are nonfiction books that are meant to really differentiate you and your business. So we have a pretty cool formula that we use. And, um, yeah, Chris is showing, uh, um, so I guess that's up. So yeah, that's a, that's a, a little secret page where if somebody is interested and wants to read a few of my shooks for free, you can go to com slash magic, get our magic kit. And it's three different shooks that you can read for free. You just have to let me know you heard me on the big ticket life. And, um, it gives you an idea of the kind of books we publish and, um, really is Jeff it's a whole other conversation. I think we talked about in our first conversation on Big Ticket Life. Yep. You know, being a book author is something special. Most people are afraid of doing it and we make it super easy, super simple.
0: And I've got mine right there that and we worked got on. One of yours. One of them. One of them, yeah. Yep. And, uh, and yeah, I, I can attest that and, and, you know, some would dismiss that, the relationship that Mike and I've had, the long length that we've had, uh, well, of course, Jeff's going to say something nice about Mike. But I would, I would challenge you to look at all the things you could do on your own, all the things you can do with others. And I would put Mike into that batch of doing things with others. And I would say with a hundred percent certainty that the quality and the result of what you'll be able to put in the hands of your clients, your prospects and your patients would be second to none. Yeah. And, and you know, so you, you can't go wrong. Mikecapuzzi.com or Mikecapuzzi.com slash magic. If a book you think is in your future, you should go there. So. Mike, oh, thank you again. Yeah, you're welcome. Well, it's easy to say. So, thanks for joining me, man. I appreciate it. And the next time we do this, we will definitely have It'll campfire. It'll be a real some one. Ki- some kick-ass food around the new hibachi uh, cook station, some bourbon, and uh, some cigars. Yeah, life is good. Love it, man. Thank you for joining me. Appreciate All right. it. Hey,
1: Chris, thanks Chris on the back end there, behind the scenes. Appreciate it. Look awesome. I'm amazed, like, opposite of my show so very cool Jeff thank you very much
0: yeah you're welcome thank you Uh, we'll see everybody else uh, next week on the Big Ticket Life take care everybody thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode of the Big Ticket Life you've heard from another amazing guest living their own Big Ticket Life and now it's time to live yours first I'd love for you to take me up on my free gift to you find your gift at gift.bigticketlife.live That's Live. See, all your life you've been told what is and what isn't possible by the loudest voices from the cheapest seats. It's time to finally do life and business on your terms. Sure, you've heard similar things, but without clarity on what can be done, it's easy to have your customers, employees, maybe even partners, and your spouse keep you from truly living a big-ticket life. My big-ticket methods shift you into that investor seat in your business, away from commodity and away from competition into a market of one so you can finally live your own big ticket life. So my gift to you is for you to book your discovery call today where we'll uncover first the Chivo behaviors, those chief everything officer behaviors that hold you back and why moving into the investor seat in your own business is critical Two, we'll uncover the premium position that's up for grabs right now in your market that you're missing out on. And three, which big ticket methodologies are just waiting to be dropped into your business to explode your sales and profits. So again, thanks for listening to this episode. I'd love for you to take action right now. Accept this gift. Book your call. Go to gift.thebigticketlife.live. Again, that's gift.thebigticketlife.live.